and welcome to Respect Dance Fest Weekly with Mikaya and my co-host Brandy Beasley. Hello. <laughs> we are here once again representing the San Francisco International Hip Hop Dance Fest. Does anyone know what year this is? Brandy? A uh, 23? Yeah! <laughs> you win. You win. You win a, you nice. win a sticker. Mm-hmm. You I have a hip hop dance with a sticker on my car. Why do I not have that? Or a magnet. Give me a magnet. Yes. Hmm. I have some of those somewhere. I have these on my car. Right on. Um, we are in our 23rd year. We started in 1999. And here we are, 23 years later, still producing high-quality arts, art, mm-hmm. high-quality art. High-quality, oh my gosh, there's, there's nothing like it, I think, here in the Bay Area. I mean, it's just, it's unique. It's groundbreaking. Yeah. It is groundbreaking. It's groundbreaking. Um, So what is the news with the SF International Hip Hop Dance Fest? Okay, so last year I I prophetized, yes, that's a word, that we would be back in the palace. So we're going to be in the palace. Uh, There's a watch show November uh, 21st. Yes, I got the date right. Okay, so um, the watch show is going to be at 4 p.m., but if you can't make it, feel more comfortable at home. It's going to be broadcast online at 12 p.m. that same day, November 21st. So you need to go get your tickets, sfhiphopdancefest.com. And you need to go there to check out how you can uh, film your kid and they could be in the kids montage. Mm -hmm. That's so awesome. I'm I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So Yeah, you, you can't be in it. You're too little. But I'm too big. I said you're too little. Wow. Today must be like it's opposite day. Is it? So what the SF Hip Hop Dance Fest.com is going to give you clarity of which ticket to buy. Do you want to watch it online on your couch in your undies? Boom. It'll give you the link. Do you want to come and hang out with us? Watch it. And then there's a party afterwards with the DJ and some performances and some snacks. Boom, there's the link. And then there's another link that says, does your child like to dance? And if you have a kid, it doesn't matter if if they just started dancing. We just love when the children in our live shows all get up on stage and just let loose. Well, we can't do that again. But what we are doing is the same thing we did last year is creating this video montage of all these children that submit footage of them dancing. So the parent has to go on and, you know, give permission and then submit the footage. We have the song that they'd be dancing to and um, let your kid just let loose and they'll be in the show. And how fun is that? Your your kids were in in it. My grandson was in it last year, and now my granddaughter will be in it too. Oh, that's right! Oh my gosh! Yeah. So the other day she was listening to Baby Shark, and she was like dropping her little diaper. Little yeah. drop, drop that diaper, and she's going. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my god. God, the baby. And then you know. My grandson, he starts dancing and then he, she stops to look at him, right? And then he goes like this to her and then she starts dancing like they had rehearsed. 
anyway, anybody else obsessed with their children? I guess everybody is. All right. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the kids montage, check that out. Um, Also, collectively, Brandy and I would like to. Congratulations. Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So Kevin is a recipient of a SF International Hip Hop Dance Fest Award this year. Yes. And it's it's the All-Star Award, I believe. Yes? Yes. And that is for people who just like represent, uplift, support, go all out for the Dance Fest. So, I mean, that's, that's Kevin. I mean, yes. if Dance Fest is happening, Kevin is there doing something. And yes. He's, he's behind the camera right now. Yes. Yeah. So we have someone who's super dedicated, super caring, but also talented. So that's a good mix because then he really has given us his talents um, doing the filming, uh, filming the, uh, what are those things? Red carpet interviews, basically putting up backdrops, probably clean the toilet if we needed him to. I mean, this man has got a lot of love for the SF International Hip Hop Dance Fest. So we want to do a do a shout out to him. He's going to be receiving his award at the watch uh, screening. Yes, the screening. Watch, watch screening. screening. <laughs> watch screening. We're going to watch the screen. We're going to watch the screen. Now we have a couple other uh, awardees and they will be uh, given their awards as well at the screening. So that'll be exciting too. We love honoring our folks that are important. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, let's recap. We've been recapping every week. So give us a recap on the R words because those are what have been behind all the pieces for this year's show. So give it to us. I'm on a Zoom call with a couple of people in my team. I knew for sure there was going to be no way we were going to do this festival live. It, it was abundantly clear. And so, you know, there was, a, there was kind of just like, you know, I got hit. And then uh, the next thing you know, I was saying, look, we've got to stay resilient. We need to, you know, reconnect with people. We need to resurge in the arts. We need to resuscitate people who feel like they're not really alive right now. You know, we need to be relevant so that we can continue. And they were saying, hey, what's up with all the R words? And I said, you know, I didn't mean to do that. But now that we're on a roll, let's go. And so we just started just going with all these R words that felt so, so right now. (laughs) And um, next thing you know, we had like this long list of R words, and they were very appropriate for right now because a lot of R words start with R-E, re-entering, reimagine, reinvent. And um, so I said, well, you know, I know this year I'm going to go ahead and commission people. We're not going to do the call for applications like we usually do. Um, So I picked six dance companies from all over the world. And I said, here's a list of R words. Pick one. And then that will be what your piece is about. And let me tell you, artists love, love, love that kind of structure, little bit of structure, a lot of freedom. I can speak for myself. I like when I'm given a, a, a task as a choreographer and said, instead of just do anything you like, which I like that too, but like, give me a tiny bit and then give me, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting. And so they loved it and they picked really, really good words. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, it's exciting. Do you know the people um, and what they picked? 
all six of them, like off the top of your head. I know I always give you these tests. I'm sorry. I'm so bad. It's okay. I'm I'm comfortable being like, uh, no, I don't know all the hours. I will by the end of the watch party or maybe by the end of these interviews. But um, yeah, there's, yeah, no. I know one was, was revolution the week before? Yeah, revolution is one. But then last, or, you know, before we have had, there's pieces with more than one dancer. So I can't, you know, yeah, don't ask me these questions anymore. <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry. Please forgive me, spank me when you see me. So it's not, each dancer didn't pick a word. Each right. thank yeah. you. Okay. So the, the director picked the word and then that's it. That would be really crazy if each dancer picked yeah. the word. Girl, you um, my brain was like, what? Yeah, that, would be, that would be like a lot of our words. Yes. Um, we did do a social media campaign where we asked a lot of different people what their R words, from students to people on staff and board at the Dance Fest to um, OG, like really legendary dancers like, uh, you know, Buddha Stretch and Fazo. I mean, like there was a lot of people and everybody had some really inspirational R words. And... I got really excited by that. Like, did you? It was I really did. Cool. And I'm just thinking now, I'm like, maybe some of those should be uh, in the watch party. Yeah. yeah. Okay. See. Well, it's not just the watch party, but in the show itself. Yes. Exactly. Yes, it is. I've already thought about that. It was too beautiful. Okay. Um, and I wanted to also let everyone know that is a professional dancer that we are doing call for applications right now for next year. Yes. I know it's so early, isn't it, Brandy? It's okay though. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, we did things much get the resources together and regroup. Right. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we have to. And the thing is, is that we used to do things way too close to the wire just because I had all of this respect for the dancers' process. And and the more, you know, I'm trying to just like figure this all out. It's better to give some time. So dancers, if you want to perform in 2022 at the Palace of Fine Arts at the 24th Annual San Francisco International Hip Hop Dance Fest, start creating your pieces now. And the deadline, I believe, is April 20th, which my niece was like, yo, 420, dude, that's like crazy. I don't know. Maybe I did think about it. I Maybe I probably didn't think about it. I don't know. We live in California. So yeah, maybe it just like, you know, you got like contact high. And so, you (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, uh, if we need two performance ready pieces, meaning, um, we're going to bring you here. We're going to pay for all your expenses, your flights, your hotel, your food, but you're going to perform in both programs. So have two performance ready pieces, which is why we're telling you now, get your stuff together, get your pieces together. We've brought people here from Japan, from Austria, from Brazil. And if you and your dance company are booked, then we'll bring you here too. Um, why not try? It's better than sitting around where you live and not being booked. <laughs> Word. Word. Uh, so yeah. I know that you're going to introduce a choreographer, uh, extraordinaire dancer um, presence who's blowing up right now. Uh, I want to just say something about choreographers before he comes on. I, I always, I think I've said this to you before. I watch a movie and then it has dance, sometimes a lot of dance. And then I'm 
looking after this, looking and looking and looking and looking who choreographed this show, who choreographed this movie. I'm looking, I have to go into the IM whatever, DB, looking, looking, looking. You've got the, the people who get the coffee. You got the people who, who like drove and who got the makeup and, the, and all those people are important, but I have to sometimes, Brandy, search, like literally search for who did the choreography. And to me, that's still mind blowing to me. They should be the ones that are going on like Stephen Colbert and getting interviewed. And they should be the ones on extra, extra, or whatever those shows are, you know, about that. They are the superstars. They're the ones as much as an actor or a musician that bring things to life. I mean, they're basically the person who directed the movement in the movie. So why aren't they getting credit right up there, you know, with everybody who gets their name on the screen individually, or at least in a group of, you know, but it's like you're searching, it's not on there. It's like, you know, maybe at the very end. Yes. FYI, choreography, bye. <laughs> yeah, so it makes me want to do my own movie and it just be all about that. It's because like at some point you got to stop complaining and just create something for yourself. Ooh, there we go. That's I don't know anything about making movies, but Kevin does. Yes, there we go. Plenty of talent. Kevin do everything. All right. So, so. You almost already introduced. Our- yeah, no, you go ahead, please. Yeah, so John Boogs, really happy to have him. He's a movement artist, choreographer, director, and he is seeking to push the evolution of what dance can be. And we get to see a little bit of that in a clip right now. Okay, welcome, welcome, John. Yes. That was upset. Deep breaths, chill. It's great. We're gonna have fun. Yes. (laughs) So we're really, really thrilled and honored to have you today. Our first question is. What R word did you pick and why? I picked resurgence. Um, I picked resurgence for a lot of reasons. Uh, one of my favorite groups that I studied since I was a kid is a group called the Black Resurgence. They're from Oakland, California. And uh, they're some of the pioneers for the art form that I do, you know, with popping and boogalooing. And I felt like just their lineage of being connected to the Black Panther Party and everything that they did, like with the mix of social justice and street dance, you know, I felt like I was one of those people in my generation was like the first to kind of do that thing, right? You think you are, and then you start doing your history and realize like, oh yeah, people been on that wave way before you were even thought of. And uh, so, yeah, and I just also felt like there's also a resurgence coming now, you know, things come full circle, you know what I mean? And uh, I think like the consciousness level of people are shifting and I've seen it with my own personal life and just other artists around me where I think people are starting to believe that dance can really, you know, push some stories forward, you know, and, and, and street dance in particular, you know, like not boxing in, the stories we can tell with the art form, you know? So I think there's just a resurgence of a different mentality and a resurgence of, of Blackness as well. I take pride in being a Black dancer. You know, I take pride in being a part of that lineage of Black dancers who made something that was just done in the ghettos 
of black culture and now it's worldwide phenomenons you know everyone's doing it from japan to china to everywhere you know and and i i, I take pride in honoring those voices so yeah i, I would say that's why resurgence kind of registered for me mm-hmm Mm-hmm. All those things, all those things there. Yeah. The, the, the pandemic has, yeah, there's stuff bubbling up. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you have your R word resurgence. So you took that. And so then what was the process of creating the piece for the dance fest? It was, it was a, it was a pretty, pretty cool process. I, I wanted to I mean, how much do I give away? How much do I give away my piece? Like that before, before, before I get into the process, do I, do, do I, can I give away it? Yes, yes, okay. Yeah, I just didn't want to like, I guess my goal was to show that those voices like Black Resurgence, Granny and the Robotroids, Shabadoo Shrimp, Electric Boogaloos, The Lockers, um, uh, Earl Snake Hips Tucker, Josephine Baker, like all of those artists, um, I'm a part of that DNA and their DNA and their spirit runs through me and I'm carrying that forward in this time. You know what I mean? So it's almost like they're, what they stood for and what they were doing for the culture of black dance is still present. It's still here. It's just resurging through my body and my spirit. So that's kind of what the process of the piece was about and just trying to figure out a really creative way to do that. And uh, and I got some original music made, shout out to Chizzy uh, from Miami. He's an original uh, producer that I grew up with and makes pretty good music, not pretty good music, makes really good music. And, uh, and then Alec Clausen, he helped me uh, film it and we edited it. And, you know, so it was original music, kind of trying to make a unique concepts that that just honor those, uh, those legends of uh, African-American street dance. Mm. So the you would say the piece is basic, the process of it and what it is about is like honoring those before you and 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 a way of letting it live on through you. 100%. That's exactly. That's 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 de- that's spot on um what what the piece is about and uh it's at it, at the core of it, you know, that's that's always been a part of my work is 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 really trying to make sure that some of those voices that will never be heard or never be spoken of that done so much for artists like myself, you know, there's gotta be ways I can always sprinkle them in somehow to what I'm doing because that's how you educate as well. You know, I wanted to kind of educate the audience as well. Some people don't know who Black Resurgence are. Some people don't know who Granny and the Robotroids are. And she was one of the first females of street dance, you know, and she was the leader of that group, you know, which was rare back then, you know what I mean? To have a black female leader of a group, a street dance group when it was a male dominated uh, art form at that time, you know what I mean? Just like Tony Basil, Tony Basil low key was like the leader of the lockers, you know what I mean? Even though people talk about Don or they talk, you know, there was a, Tony was was kind of spearheading a lot of the business, you know, side of things with um, the lockers. So uh, I think it's just important for people to know that, you know, because the more you know, it can empower you, you know, it can say, oh, oh, okay. I'm, I'm a lot like that person, you know, like rest in peace, Shabadoo. I felt like me and him had tons of similarities, you know, when I got to finally get to meet him because everybody has their uh, opinions on artists and different experiences with artists. 
And I'm one of those people, like, I just like to meet people firsthand and get to know them myself and, and make my own judgment. And I love Shabadoo, man. I loved him, you know, and um, I, a lot of things we talked about um, will, will resonate with me for the rest of my life, you know? So, uh, yeah. That's, that's beautiful. I agree about the education component. I know you and I spoke a little bit about it the other day we were on the phone and how I feel a responsibility as well to the fans and the audience that comes, attends the SF International Hip Hop Dance Fest that um, I feel like it would be arrogant of me to assume that they know um, you know, the differentiation of who is who and what style is what style. And even I don't know everything. And that's why I love talking to the, the people who are really been there and can like tell me what it was like from the beginning. Um, I'm curious though, you, you speak, you talk a lot about like, did you spend time in Oakland? Because you did talk about a lot of Oakland traditions. Yeah, I, I well, just being the nerd that I am of the dance, I've, I've studied a lot about Oakland and the Bay Area contributions, you know, to the street dance. But then when I was, um, I was blessed to choreograph the show called Blind Spotting, and that's what David Diggs and Rafael Casal, and they're both Bay Area, Oakland natives. So we shot a lot of episodes in Oakland which was really nice because it gave me a chance to like, I always went to Frisco, but for some reason I never got to go to Oakland. So I've been to Frisco a bunch, but I never got to spend time in Oakland. And I really got to go to the trenches in Oakland. You know what I'm saying? East Oakland. I went to the hoods all over, got to meet some of the people I always wanted to meet and uh, ask questions, you know what I mean? Is really what I wanted to do, investigate. So even prior to you asking me to do the, the, the thing, I, for another project that I'm doing that's Oakland based on Oakland traditions, I had already been kind of investigating a little bit more and trying to add more substance to what I was creating. So this was like perfect because I was kind of like, it allowed me to um, continue my hypothesis, you know, in a sense, you know, if that makes any sense, you know? So yeah, I spent a, I spent a couple months in Oakland and I got to go all over, shout out to Chunky from the Turf Fiends. He, uh, he um he was the guy I checked in with, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, okay, I really want to go to real Oakland. I'm not talking about like over here. Like I need to go where some people might be uncomfortable to go, you know? And that's, that's where I like to be at. So I can feel like I'm authentically having an experience. Right. So, and I would do the same for anybody who came to my city, uh, either one Miami or Philly. Cause I, I grew up in Philly and Miami. So either way, I, I like the experience in Oakland. To be honest, what's dope about Oakland is it has Southern vibes to it, though. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't understand. You know, that comes back to Black history and migration, right? You know, a lot of the Southern Black people were at a time, you know, trying to escape Jim Crow, escape that whole rural South thing, and people started spreading out, you know? And obviously, we know the Black Panther Party was set up over there. And so I just... I find it interesting when you talk to a lot of people in Oakland, their parents are from like Louisiana, Mississippi, you know, and and then I used to kind of trip because I'm like, yo, like everybody got dreads and, and certain things. And like, for me, you see that in Atlanta, you see that in Miami, you know what I mean? And even like some of the hyphy dances, I, I'm not saying who made up what, I'm not claiming any of that, but there's a lot of 
similarities you know what i'm saying like just little like little moves we do and stuff that i'm like oh we call that this but it's a little bit different and the groove is slightly you know like this but it's still a very similar pocket right you know so i just found like oh i, I think i feel comfortable in oakland because the the origins of oakland still has southern dna in it and and me living in florida for a lot of time uh, and being around a lot of Southern black folks, that's kind of just like what the vibe is, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, I love Oakland. I love Oakland, Oakland baby. Um, yes, I live in Oakland and I love Philadelphia. I yeah. feel like it's Oakland's sister city because, mm -hmm. you know, New York is cool. You know, you go, you do stuff in New York, just like the city here, San Francisco is cool, it's cool. But like Philly is a town, just like Oakland is the town. So, mm -hmm. yes, I love that city. Mm -hmm. Philly, Philly's unique. Philly's unique. You know, it's a, uh, I grew up in West Philly, Overbrook, you know? So uh, yeah, Philly, Philly's, Philly's dope, man. Philly's got a lot of soul to it. You know what I mean? Musically, culturally, you know, my whole family lives there. So like my roots are hundred percent in Philly, but going to Miami, it kind of opened me up a lot because there's so much Caribbean influence down there. You know what I mean? There's Haitians, Jamaicans, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, Cubans. I mean, it's like one of the biggest melting pots. So musically, rhythmically, what you're getting on a daily basis is, is insane. You know what I mean? So if you, I tried to take all that in when I was living in Miami, because there was a lot of stuff that I just was like, oh yeah, it's different down here. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I I really hope that people watching now, like after they, you know, finish watching this, go and get on the Internet and start looking up all of the crews that you are talking about. We had a, a guest last year, Faison from here in the Bay Area, and yeah. he talked about, you know, the history here in the Bay. And then I got on the computer and was like, you know, watching these old videos, people on Soul Train and it just. And so from that, now interviewing you and, you know, I got a little sneak peek of your piece. I was like, oh, I, these, these crews are in my memory. I know them. And so just to be like, yes, right on mm -hmm. feeling, feeling that and feeling connected to that. So um, thank you for this. I really hope that people take that away from it. And um, I want to get it. So the first thing I noticed, and I'm, I'm not going to give away the whole piece right but like you have your floral prints on right now and so like that hit me from yeah. from the piece and so tell me about your outfits and your you know your fashion and and like it just it seems like it's just part of you and you are just expressing this part of you so it's it i'm gonna keep it real with you it shifted i i wasn't like a i used to have a lot of my uh, friends and particularly female friends be like, John, if you would just dress sharper, you would be, you would be so much, you know, like tighter. And I used to, to get offended. Like, what are you talking about? But I, I grew up around a lot of like, just, I was an athlete. So I'm like, I'm cool with some sweats and a tee on and I'm chilling. Right. You know, but um, I'm, I got to shout out Colin Hornet. Um, Colin lives in Venice, California. We met, we met, um, I was performing at, uh, I think it was like, Tyler Perry's birthday party. So it's like this crazy big event. And I'm nervous because I'm not going to name drop, but there's tons of celebrities in the building. So I'm like all these energies. So I'm like, oh man, I'm tripping a little bit. How am I going to calm myself before I go do this performance? 
So I go, I go kind of like isolate myself kind of, you know, in the party. And then I look to my left and I see this guy who's like dressed in this just, he just looked like a wizard or something. You know what I mean? I'm like, who is this guy? Like, who is he? And I was drawn to his energy. And I just went over to like, kind of spark conversation to break my nerves, right? You know? And then we just hit it off. And I said, yeah, man, who made your outfit? And he's like, I did. And I'm like, well, where can I find this thing? And then, and, and all of a sudden I hear my name being announced. I said, okay, I'll be right back. He's like, what are you about to do? I said, oh, I'm about to go perform. He's like, what do you do? And I'm like, come watch, you know? And then he comes and watches me. And afterwards we're both like, what is going on here, right? And, and we hit it off and he kind of became, I became like a part owner and ambassador of his brand. And uh, yeah, I think it's an up and coming brand, but something about it resonates with my spirit. You know what I'm saying? It allows me to express like my inner, like, I don't care. This is who yes. I am. This is, this, is, this is like the eclectic artist that's up here. I want that to represent in what I wear. You know what I mean? And it's made such a difference um, uh, just in, it just made such a difference spiritually and how I feel in general. So like I had to go deep about the clothing cause it's not just like, oh yeah, I get these things custom made for me. Like, no, it's generally like what he stands for as a human being and why he makes the clothes and what the clothes represent on a spiritual level is why I like to wear them. So, and there's so many people that I'm trying to convince, oh, you can only, man, you can pull that off, but I can't pull that off. And I'm like, no, anyone can pull it off. You just, you're blocking yourself from, you think you have to be some eclectic artist to wear something uh, that pops a little bit. And Miami helped me too, because Miami, people aren't afraid of colors. You know what I mean? It's, it's loud. So uh, I would say Miami and then meeting Colin and the brand is called Yogs, Y-O-G-G-X. So- wow. Okay. OGGX.com and all the stuff I wear, you can see it, see it on there and grab it on there. So, um, yeah, I, I, and I, I'm a, I'm a grassroots guy. You know what I mean? I love working with, I love seeing something start from a seed and then it blossoms into something that everybody wants to be a part of. You know what I mean? So even just from me wearing it, Jennifer Gardner's Naomi, Kent, I've, I've given suits to people that like, they still don't really know where to get it in the masses, but we're just planting those seeds. And we like to organically go, what is that you're wearing? And people always assume it's like Gucci or, or you know, cause they don't know, right? But they think it's, it's so sharp and it's so unique that they assume it's some big, 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 big brand. But I'm like, no, it's kind of just some stuff we're cooking up in Venice, you know what I mean? And we're just, uh, we're just doing it organically. So, sorry. Yeah. For Sorry for the long spiel about clothes. My oh, we appreciate Brandy and I appreciate the, the energy that it takes it to go into that. I appreciate a person that has put um, some intention into what they're putting out, you know, and, I, you know, I used to younger when I was younger, think it was so vain or vague or very like, uh, you know, shallow. But I'm realizing there is depth to it. It's all it's all it feels really good. And yes, we're a fan of grassroots because we are one. And we have started out as like just this small theater show that featured local dance companies that I wanted to, you know, put on stage and have people appreciate and a theater setting to this 
23 years, right, Brandy? I keep forgetting. Oh, you're going to have to make a new t-shirt in two years. Because you have on your, it, did you have that shirt on? 20 years, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, just for me and my people, it was, it's, a, it's an inside joke. But <laughs> yeah, we made this, like, with the logo in the back. But, I mean, it's an inside joke because we did 10 years, bitches, at 10, 20. And then... I probably gotta wait till 30. Yeah, I don't need 25. Uh, but I'll give you my measurements and um, I'll tell everybody what I'm wearing. Uh, I love color and Brandy does too. <laughs> and, and just, you know, all the stuff is all the stuff that we wear is is recycled fabric. What? Right on. Okay. Yes. So it's Got not. Me. It's not made of any animals, any of that stuff. None of that. It's all, it's all um, environmentally friendly, which I love too. That was a big reason that it drew me to him. Like, yo, he's coming up with these funky designs and like just finding like old fabrics and stuff. And like, it's just crazy. He's a genius when it comes to it. And uh, I'm just glad I met him because I feel like it just gives me my own unique uh, look whenever I walk into a place because I feel like everybody's uniquely themselves. So I think uh, it's I'm blessed to have met him and, and started collaborating with him. Yes, it is wonderful. Well, look, we got to wrap up. We have definitely had so much fun today. We could talk to you all day um, and maybe we'll have to have you back another time. But meanwhile, um, thank you for tuning in to Respect. Please check us out at SF hiphopdancefest.com. Check out either the show online or come to the watch party and um, celebrate with us. And thanks again, John. And um, much love and respect to you all.